Welcome back, ladies. I've made some decisions. Jan, tonight you rule the world. You are safe. Let me join the other girls. I know Jan wanted to win this. Like, y'all didn't see her face when she turned around, but I saw it. You know, like the scary movies with the, the serial killer finally just like snaps and just starts tearing faces off? God, D. She is upset. <laughs> well, every season has to have a huge upset, and it looks like we've kind of come to this huge upset. Although, you know, the, the one who won... Gigi was great. She was absolutely great. But uh, the story, it seems, kind of got in the way here and used Jan as this uh, goat, if you will. It's, I mean, certainly you can see the, the, the way in which they have lots of footage, right? And they're like, okay, what kind of story are we going to tell? And like the narrative that they set up this whole episode that in some ways, it's funny because I feel like... Um, you know, like mother, like daughter, like we got to see a similar, not the same, but a similar goopage of Alexis Michelle in season nine with the Kardashians musical where it's like, this mm. is the challenge I'm going to win. It's fucking mm-hmm. Kris Jenner. It's like, this is what I do. I, I went to school for this and blah, blah, blah. And in the case of Alexis, it was a, a weak runway. And in the case of Jan, why did she? Well, I'll post that question to you. Why did she not win? This week's challenge because she should have been black China. That's why. (laughs) Yeah. And that's that. Um. Well, you know, I have a lot of thoughts on this, but I just want to talk about and appreciate. And I know that like everybody's upset or most people, I'd say 99% of people I've spoken to are upset at the, the choice that Jan lost, but I am so appreciative of the drama and the drag that Jan brought to that uh, safe. I mean, uh, it, the, the, the meme, the meme of that face that she immediately embraced because that's how you play the game. That's right. Post-show, post-being on it and watching it. You got to embrace those memes right away. Um, I, I will say this, and I'm keen to talk about it this episode. Obviously, I think Jan did a really great job and like is, was the strongest singer, but Jan is not my robbed queen this week. Interesting. I, you're not the only person that has uh, expressed that to me. I know who you think was robbed, mm-hmm. but I, I got to say, Mary, Jan, and I'll talk about her Madonna in a bit, but Jan's runway, if we're going off of the rules of Drag Race, which is like, you know, looking like, you know, I think of the, whenever there's the makeover challenges, they want to look like family, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, time and time again, it's the person that looks almost identical, right? Jan looked so much like Michelle Visage in that Glamazonian Airways runway. It was so good. It was so good. And then on top of it, and I know this was after the fact, but she had that whole crying moment like that brought me back to Manila and All Stars. I was oh. living for this all of this drama as as kind of like robbed as I thought she was, because I really do think that this was Jan's win. And I I see all sides of it and I'll, I'll talk about them. But this was Jan's win. And the only reason for me, the only reason why 
the judges or the producers decided to not have her win is because it's a really interesting story and it'll get people talking which mm-hmm. it did and it just makes us appreciate jan even more and root for her harder in a way and think about like just i mean and this is all hypothetical because as one itunes reviewer once told us we're just fans but <laughs> my uh you're never gonna live that one down uh you know but um you know my theory as well is when you're looking at the the narrative structure of like okay aiden is out Britta is out. So like a lot of the drama, a lot like, you know, a lot of the the conflict, a lot of the fire in the room is out. And so one great way to ignite a queen is to like rob her, you know, and rob her, drag, rob her, drag her. (laughs) Um, And so in a way, it's like, well, shit, if they don't have Britta here to kind of keep the, the fire going and everyone else is kind of playing nice you know i mean this Mm. whole heidi and Gigi thing is is kind of a stretch um that like this is a great way to ignite a jan storyline and it'll be interesting to see next week in a challenge that is not you know what jan does it if it proves that drag race theory of the things that you are not good at or you don't think are your thing are the challenges you win you know, mm. um, and vice versa. So I wonder if yeah. that's the, what we're going to like, what we're seeing play out, you know? Yeah. I mean, to your point, the whole episode was just puffing up Jan and the confessionals and the edits of her being excited about winning. And then the producers were like, not on my watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They <laughs> I led her ass. Yeah. And, you know, Mary wrote to me on Instagram and noted, and I thought this was so astute that Drag Race has been craving a Chanel storyline and they just couldn't wait to bring it back. Mm -hmm. So it was almost as if Jan's mistake was saying that she wanted to win and calling this her challenge and they just used that. They were like, oh, this is perfect. And, you know, again, similar to Alexis, they were like, okay, uh, well, we'll pull the rung out from under you and see how you do. Fortunately for Alexis, the next challenge was Snatch Game and she... You became an icon because of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who knows what's going to happen for Jan? I I have a feeling just from the preview that uh, things kind of crumble. So <laughs> well, I don't know. We yeah, we see we see a smiling face on the runway in the preview, but it's pretty brief. So you never know. Uh, that could be just be when they say uh, next up Jan, and then she smiles and says hi, and they're like, so you were terrible this week. <laughs> um, so who knows? I mean. I uh, I mean, certainly the clips of her crying and kind of that narrative that they were telling of like her mm. saying, oh, I never cry about being safe. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's interesting. I think Jan and Crystal, it's like now their storylines are starting. Oh, Crystal is on, you know, I, I wrote down some notes of who I think is kind of in trouble for next week. And I, Crystal is not on that list. She is in an upswing. They mm-hmm. even mention it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, all right. there. I mean, Crystal is crystal clear that she is going further. Yeah. Uh, but, but um, you know, I think we can break down Jan for a second and uh, Gigi, obviously. And then if we want, we can rope in crystal but uh in terms of the competition right i just have to say on the outset that this was a great rusical i thought all of the girls did fairly well if not really really well and i appreciated that they edited together a product that was so positive and very rarely 
highlighted a queen's you know downfall or or trip up or slip uh so in that sense the the challenge was really hard to judge. You had to go off of this very subjective, oh, well, she was bringing Madonna energy, plus the the subjectivity of the choreo, the subjectivity of how good the vocal was, or not how good the vocal was, but how good the, the, you know, the track was, like what the melody that they had to sing and the lyrics and everything. Um, you know, Gigi killed it. Gigi looked like Madonna. She looked like Sandy from Greece. Like, there, it was so sexy. She had great moves and mm-hmm. uh jamal gave her lots of great choreography and jan not to knock jan jan was also killing it but the thing with jan's challenge is that jan's voice just overshadowed the challenge itself she was it was it stuck out as oh you're a great singer instead of letting the the challenge kind of drive where the talent was but that's again another subjective kind of take I bring it to the runway and I thought Jan's runway was perfection compared to Gigi's Gigi I think impressed them because it was such a a niche little topic and one that really tickled Rue and Michelle because it was a seduction reference I I mean certainly I think you know the the fact that it was a deep cut um, and that there were like little nuances. I think that's something that Gigi does is that there can be a sort of overall simplicity, but then the devil is in the details, as Rue said. And I think that they appreciate that. And I feel like that, you know, that isn't to be discredited. You know, I think even things mm-hmm. the way like her, her nails getting stuck in her hair, it's like mm-hmm. the fact that she's able to still bring that kind of that drag to what could otherwise be just this like runway fashion moment uh, it really, I mean, and we saw the same thing in the performance is that I felt like there there was a Gigi's performance, I think for me, I mean, I understand based purely on the performance why Gigi won. I think that some of it was just like, to be honest, like she just had one of the better tracks and some of mm-hmm. the better choreography. And to be honest, while it was catchy, Jan's wasn't that dynamic. I'm not saying it's Jan's fault, but like if you even just compare to Jackie, who obviously was not as strong a performer, Jan's vocals were great and she was hitting all the 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 places, the things you hit when you dance. She was her marks, whatnot. She was doing all the right things, <laughs> as far as I can tell. But this, it, there wasn't much narrative to the song. There weren't many places to go. And then you cut to Jackie, and there's like lyrics to play with and there's places where the song goes whereas Jan's was a little repetitive and I don't know I like I just think that like that's something that's and this is not an excuse for Jan but it's something that's very true for every musical is there's always a couple of of parts that are kind of like you know like Katya in All-Stars 2 the the princess die role like Mm. there was no way to make that as dynamic as you know some of the other ones Right. Even Thorgy with uh, Stevie Nicks. What's her face? Yep. Yeah, Stevie exactly. Nicks. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I, I mean, and all of that is true. And at the end of the day, I think one of the reasons why I was so gagged is that Gigi came out. This is going to sound so shady, but Gigi came out in a bikini, Mary. Yeah. I, I, time and time again, we've seen the critique being, well, you came out in a bathing suit. Yeah, no corset and a bell. All, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Compared to all of the other looks, I was like, really? This is it? And then you have the cut of, of Winnie just 
being like, oh, this is such a fashion moment. I'm like, yeah, but she came out in a bikini. And we didn't even have a picture of Michelle in that bikini. We had a drawing of Michelle in that bikini. So there wasn't much even as an audience live Mm -hmm. to compare it to so that we were forced to kind of you know, take their word for it of like, oh, this was it. I mean, I didn't, I thought the nails were funny, but I was kind of like, did, were her nails that long? You know what I mean? Sure, right. I mean, I, th- I think that, um, yeah, when you compare to what Jan did, what Jada did, I can't believe we've mm. gone this long without saying the name Jada oh Essence my Hall. God. <laughs> like, that's, I mean, obviously, no surprise, that's my robbed queen. Jada, like, could, Oh, convince me otherwise. Crystal. Oh, oh no no no! I Crystal will not. was we will, great. We will talk about Jada for Jada sure. across <laughs> the board. Jada, I know. I this know. is like this is like um, uh, Jocelyn Fox in the rap challenge of season six. <laughs> I will go to my goddamn grave about this. You will not let that go. <laughs> no, Dahlia Sin rides the train. I will not let shit go. So, well, I'm certainly yeah. not going to let let this uh, safe Jan's safety of this episode go. I, when I look back at this, I will be like, GG won, and Jan should have won. For me, this counts as a win for Jan. It really does. Not to knock Gigi, because honestly, they could have given it a tie. Why didn't they just mm-hmm. give it a tie? Sure. Well, and I guess when you want to talk about a win, I mean, it's a reality TV show win. Like, Jan just got a plot line. Just like, you know, Mm -hmm. Valerie Cherish getting a catchphrase. You kidding me? It's everything. (laughs) Like, this is great. She, I mean, I think Jan gets it. She's like seeing the, you know, the final product. It's like, she's got a meme. She's got a storyline. She's got Mm. people who think she was robbed. You totally want people thinking you were robbed. God. So like Jan did win in a different yeah. way, yeah. and like she's gonna rule the world. Yeah, <laughs> can't do it. I'm not yeah. Jan. <laughs> you, do you want me to do it? I'm sure I could. No. <laughs> I, I don't want to upstage anybody. You know. Um, <laughs> you don't want to make anybody feel bad. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to make anyone feel bad. No, um, I'm 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 this generation's Bonnie Tyler, and I just don't want to <laughs> rub that in. You need a hero, Mary. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a powder keg giga- giving off sparks right now. <laughs> oh, that only makes me think of Short Circuit, doesn't it? Short Circuit 2. Uh, At that the so- end, it's, it's Bonnie Tyler, and like you just see this robot like going as fast as, as it can <laughs> down the river. <laughs> Oh, I mean, obviously, all I ever think of is like, do a diddy. Downtown, 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 take a left. Oh, yeah, downtown, take a left. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Short circuit. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Short circuit, two. Uh, short circuit, two. Two. Yeah, yes, two. Right. Two. Two um, is the better one. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I don't think I've actually even seen one, parts of it, but uh, two was one of those things that was on HBO all the time. Mm, yeah, totally. Well, uh, speaking of short circuit, uh, you know, Drag Race had a little short circuit this week, and I think it was all on purpose. I really do. And, you know, the judges and people that were in the room can defend the decision as much as they want. But for me, there's no real reason why this couldn't have been a tie, except let's give it to Gigi because Gigi was great. Mm-hmm. And we're creating the story with Jan. And we got so much drama. I, I'm telling you. Even Widow, oh, God. And, you know, we can't go a moment further without saying that Widow is now emerging as the narrator of the season. Like, just oh, I'm narrating loving all of it. This. Oh, yes, I'm loving so it. Good. Widow as a narrator this episode has, like, 
don't change a thing. Like, this is yes. exactly who I want. Like, when she said you could cut the, cut the tension with a goddamn butter knife, I was like, <laughs> cold butter cold knife. Cold butter. I was like, this is great, great narration. So, uh, you know, it, it, she, Widow will be an interesting one to talk about because I feel like she's been kind of a, a vague narrative, this whole competition. Mm. And I, I don't think it's warranted. Um, but, you know, I've been thinking, and we, we can get into it, but what I've been thinking about is, like, what what's the long-term plot lines here? If Gigi Good has three wins and, like, was with the top two lip-sync of her, epi- her first episode by the halfway mark, like, it makes you just kind of wonder, like, you know, if she's doing this well, is she going to come out of this season with five wins? Is she going to have like a huge upset and sent home? Is she going right. to like be in the bottom? Like, like, re- like really like bomb this next challenge. Um, it just, I don't know. Like it makes you wonder. Uh, Cause I don't, I just don't think it's as straightforward as like, well, Gigi just kills it all season, you know? Mm, totally. Uh, I, I, that's what I think. I think Gigi's, I mean, it's, Gigi is the front runner, and she will stay the front runner. There's no way she's going home, especially after winning the ball, snatch game, and the Rusical. I mean, that is mm-hmm. that's unprecedented. Yeah, and she's skinny, and she's white, and she's pretty. <laughs> so pink, so pretty. Yeah, so it's a Black Swan reference. Um, Mary, I want to keep talking, but before we do, let's tell our Marys what they're listening to. Well, they they're of course listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Which is our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this beady, beady little TV show. I'm Johnny, and I made a video in Paris. (laughs) And I'm Colin, and I'm just picking up my fan from Daft Boy and uh, (laughs) getting this choreography started. God, yeah, make sure that you slap the fan by Daft Boy really yeah. hard on beat four. Yeah, Heidi, are you holding? That's the fan by Daft Boy you're holding, right? That's Daft Boy <laughs> you're holding that. Great. Um, yeah, boy, that was a that was a shoehorn uh, of a fan. <laughs> Oscillating. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That uh, that product placement blue. Yeah. <laughs> Put that fan in a window, Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Um, and push it out. So, um, <laughs> made a nickel every time I said that. Jesus Christ! Stop! Stop! All right. So, Mary. So, Mary. Let's. Uh, I do want to talk about Widow because Widow is this narrator, and it starts at the beginning of this episode and continues, you know, to the end when she is narrating. Jan going back to her, mm-hmm. her place, which I just love. I love the drama of that. But even in the beginning, uh, she's just calling the fakeness out of these girls being like, oh, Aiden, oh, we're so sad. She, I just love her talking head here. Oh, when she says, like, yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, everyone wants to <laughs> I act hate like they give a shit about Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hate a backtracking ass bitch. I, I mean, I was just like, work. And the Apollo lie moment, I'm like, okay, they're producing this. They're letting yeah. her have this. And I, these are, yeah. I mean, think about it like a narrator who gets a catchphrase that they like pause the screen and put a little uh you know a little pop-up video uh you know mm. uh, definition for like that's kai kai yeah <laughs> yeah oh god remember those yeah um i feel like that's like uh in in the in the meta concept of being a narrator on drag race like that's also like a gold star on your on your little lapel is if you get yes. a catchphrase you know like right. Um, 
I can't think of other narrators who like had. Well, you know, I guess like I'm thinking of you know a great example is Shangela in All Stars Three. She was such a narrator, and like it or hate it, she had the Game of Thrones thing going the whole time. Oh, for sure, know? for sure. Oh, and Bianca Del Rio had Not Today Satan. I mm-hmm. mean, there's mm-hmm. yeah. It, it, it's a thing yeah. I don't know if Apollo lie is going to stick But uh, it's certainly a great portmanteau It's certainly one that's very uh, evocative mm-hmm. And I, I'm just like When Widow had to kind of Stand up for herself You know when they were like Oh what our apologies didn't mean anything And she's just like girl This isn't RuPaul's best friend race It just reminded me of Heidi in Untucked You know fuck you fuck you fuck mm-hmm. you and Fuck you Mitch just fuck you yeah. I don't worry about Widow You know and maybe it's the competition Maybe it's because I'm sad that Jan didn't win And maybe it's the quarantine But I'm just like yes Let's just fight to the end here Like I like mm-hmm. you know R- Widow is keeping it real And I appreciate it well, I think especially now in season 12 and, and there's so much self-producing and not wanting to get a bad edit and being careful of what you're saying and Apollo lying and acting like they <laughs> give a shit and doing this whole like, oh, Aiden, we love you. It's like you, you're saying, oh, she kept pushing through when like you were just saying how she needs to give up and she should have gone home last week. So which <laughs> one is it? You know, I think that uh, that is so much more like that kind of um, – BSing is so much more rampant now that when there is someone who's just like telling it like it is and is cutting through it, it's very refreshing. Um, mm. And like you know, I yeah, it's it's uh, it's much appreciated because I think um, what happens when you have a bunch of queens who don't want to have conflict and don't want people to drag them on social media is that everybody just walks on eggshells. And I think that this season has been a bit of that, and they're. I think they're too tired now, you know, to like yeah. keep keep that act up. Like I think the you know, I wonder if, you know, that the the best friend race they're trying to have is finally starting to crack a little. Oh, sure, because people are, you know, they're seeing the same people day in day out, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course it's going to happen. Yeah. I I just appreciate Widow and uh all of her talking heads. Uh you know, the the cold ass butter knife also is like uh, an object that I think would go in the drag race time capsule. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I guess we do have some deep cuts in there. So that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep this butter knife cold. Otherwise, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Even, even Widow breaking down like a virgin mm-hmm. to the audience. I'm just like, oh, this is everything, right? It's Oh, it's so good. Oh, she was... Yeah, it's such a weird story that we're getting because, yes, she's this narrator. But then on the show, I don't know. uh, There there were a few people that reached out to me that I that I talked to that thought Widow should have been in the bottom just because she just kind of got lost. And her runway look was, you know, had a flat wig and and everything. And And those shoes. I mean, I'm I'm not a shoe queen, but sometimes it's like, okay, I can even... (laughs) I can clock those kids. Um, I mean, that's my question on Widow because I feel like there is there is something a little less polished and about her drag. And polished is is not nece- always necessary, but I think when you're next to a bunch of polished queens like Gigi, you can feel where the preferences are in terms mm-hmm. of like, and yes. and it makes sense in a way that like what RuPaul and Michelle and the judges lean towards is polished drag because it appears, you know, like it, it that's what they want. They want the best drag. And I kind of feel like Ru equates polished with best mm-hmm. versus like, you know, 
you know, smeared lipstick, combat boots. <laughs> I did the arm over the, the lips. So. Sure, sure, yeah. of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. You know, I, I, some people might think that Widow could have shined harder this episode because she is a dancer. And even in one of her talking heads, she had that really funny moment of like, you know, I'm a dancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm confused why Jamal Sims didn't give her more complex choreography. Well, if only her knee would listen to Britta and heal faster, <laughs> maybe that was the problem. Because uh, apparently, when you're from New York City, you have a very strong understanding of when things should heal. <laughs> Come on, it's a city that never sleeps. What's with this? What's with this wound? Why is it not healing faster? I don't know if you knew that she's oh. from New York, but oh, she yeah, no, I I just found out actually. That yeah, she's from New well, York from we this all love her. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to, I feel so bad because I feel like Britta, I don't know, I could see through like, oh, girl, you, uh, when we'll talk about this, there's, there's other queens like this who just got into their heads. Yes, yes. And, and we'll talk, we'll give Britta yeah. a moment uh, yeah. at the end there because, yeah, there's, I have a lot of positive things to say about Britta yeah. in general, despite uh, everything. But, um, yeah, Widow. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll be curious to see what happens when she goes home. I don't think she's going to make the top three, uh, but I, I, yeah, I am curious to see. We know she can lip sync. We know she can kill it. So mm-hmm. there's yeah. that. Yeah, and she can bend her knee in all kinds of directions. And <laughs> it's worth something. Uh, uh... So uh, let's, I mean, uh, my, in terms of like my notes, I didn't have much to say until we got to rehearsals. Um, oh sure, sure. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess the only thing I have is uh, there's this. Uh, it was in the act one when Heidi says, "Fuck my drag and fuck my face," and I'm just like, "Fuck your face." <laughs> I mean, I I, th- I feel like all of us in quarantine understand what these queens feel like in isolation. Yes, yes. You're in the middle of this like high pressure situation, you know, pandemic, and you're locked in your room and none of us have Chichi Devane's USB. That's uh, right. <laughs> also with the time capsule. Yeah, all cuz it's in the time capsule with that cold knife. Um so it's like after a while, I mean, I that might just be what she needs. Maybe that's why she, that's how she got the gap in her teeth. <laughs> Madonna too, Mary. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, no. So the rehearsals is you know kind of when things happened. Um, uh, I, I love would, that Michelle was there. I, I you know yeah. I love that she's coaching. I think it's fun. I think she knows what to do and how to do it. I think she was great. My, I mean, I loved when, and I mean, I think it would be like silly to not just say up front, like the obvious BSA of the week is Michelle Visage. Like this, oh. this was a lifetime achievement BSA. Uh, yes, but, but I, I'm gonna. What would you give Jan then best actress? Because I mean, oh sure, yeah, oh yeah, no, this is yeah that that's a yeah that's like a best featured moment. But I feel like for me, you know, I love the face. You know, like it's an iconic moment. But for me, and, and this is like such a non-existent nuance. But when Michelle she gets up to go help Jada, and she's kind of helping her be sexy, and then she gets oh. it. And Michelle does this thing where as she turns to walk away, she like smooths the butt of her dress. And it's such a thing people do to kind of like, ooh, let me just make sure everything's in place. But it's such a charactery nuance of like a like a secretary who's like 
going back to her desk or a, or a teacher who's going back to her desk. So the way that Michelle touches her butt. there's any chalk on it yeah. from, the, from the chalkboard. Yeah. There's just, I love just the human nuance of smoothing the back of your dress when you go back to your seat. And for some mm. reason, once Michelle did that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's all you got to do to win a BSA this week. That's it. That's you got it, Michelle. <laughs> Everything else was gravy. Yeah, I, I loved her in the lip sync. To me, the winner of that lip sync was Michelle Visage. Mm. Oh, God, yeah. She had a couple moments where I was like, go back to Michelle. The, <laughs> no, right? <laughs> the shoulders are right. Um, she was great. I um, She's burning it up, Mary. Yeah, you know? she was. She was. Uh, so I uh, let's talk about. Let's, I mean, God, I feel like we've tread this territory before, but let's just mention it again, is I don't think it's a big, I don't think it's a huge deal that Gigi doesn't really know, like, much about the way Patti Lapone sings. Oh, no. <laughs> like, that's no. a little niche. No, um, it's, it's niche. It's very kind of New York, gay-centric, over, you know, 28. If mm-hmm. you're 28 or under and know Patti Lapone, great, fabulous, obviously. But, you know... Some people just don't know who she is. And they also don't know the nuance that it's hard to understand Patti Lapone when she sings, right? Like, that yeah. is kind of an inside joke. Yeah, like, I barely know that reference. And I feel like, you know, I keep up. I'm not 21. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm not. Yeah. Um... Well, you know, I mean, somebody on Twitter brought this up, but like, Girls this season don't know Fosse, they don't know Elle DeBarge, they don't know Patti Lapone. And it's kind of, you know, there are people that are upset about it, but we mm-hmm. have to let it go. And we have to let them learn or teach them in a in a, a kind, generous way of who these people are. And, and I have flip no side, doubt that... Pa- oh, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry, go ahead. You can finish your sentence. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, I have no doubt that not only did Gigi look up who Patti Lapone was when she got home, but... Patty Lapone is probably going to make it very clear who she is to Gigi Good herself. I wonder if it'll be as clear as Patricia Quinn has made herself <laughs> since her brief moment in the spotlight. Like she can't stop coming out and hating on all of it. It's just like, okay, enough. Jesus, the noise, the noise. <laughs> oh God. Um, can we do a time warped before all this happens? Jesus. <laughs> Um, it's the only Rocky oh. Horror reference I can make. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I, I mean, I've seen touch it, a, but touch I just a, touch me. Yeah. Um, I know you. You have seen it, right? You've seen I've it seen once? it. Yeah, I saw it okay. in college. Yeah, I think I even saw one of those things where people like it was in college where like everybody knew all the callbacks and everything. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have um, fries with that shake? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm sure um, that happened. Uh, uh, the nuance of Gigi singing through her teeth, though, I couldn't tell if I loved it or if I was like, stop. So she, I mean, so she kind of has done, that's a nuance Gigi has done consistently in a lot of her characters. It's She did it in Gay's Anatomy. It's kind of like her crazy face. Um, mm. It's it. She did it with Maria the Robot. She, like, she has a thing where she kind of, like, gets wild-eyed and she gets teethy. And um, it it's kind of like Detox's, like, swivelly jaw during lip syncs. You can't do it too much. But I appreciate it. So I don't know. I don't mind it. I like that Gigi's aesthetic when she does that is like supermodel in 1992 losing Mm. her fucking mind. Like, Mm. I love that. Um, Mm. But, you know. Uh, uh, Yes, absolutely. Time and a place. Yeah. 
Um, there was uh, one little detail from this rehearsal with Michelle Visage uh, that is so random. I'm the only one that thought it. I know. So Jan had this cute little necktie on and was mm-hmm. really, really cute. I'm not knocking the necktie. But whenever I see little neckties like that, I always think of that scary stories yes. story about the girl with the necktie who kept it on to keep her head attached. Yep. Yep. I had the same thought. I was like, and then at <laughs> night really? <laughs> she's on the bunk and then they slowly untie it and boom, her head rolls off. Yeah. Oh, I always think about that. Oh, <laughs> and that was from scary stories to tell in the dark, right? From that. Yes, book exactly. series. Yes. yes, 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 yes. Yes. Oh, delicious. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, I mean, obviously, I don't. I sometimes choreography segments. I'm like, ugh, I don't know what to say. But I do know this much that I want to say, and I felt this before. I very deeply want Jamal Sims validation and approval, like mm. beyond any sexual attraction. I just want him to, to be like, hey, hey, you're doing great. Here, let me give you a supportive hug. Like that oh, yes. is like I, I'm close. Just saying that. So that's um, when he says classes in session. I'm just like, oh, uh, yes, yeah. He's just uh, there's there's a yeah. nice like yeah. he seems like he's going to be a very patient instructor energy that just. Well, Hit. that's your that's your sex yeah. spot, Mary. Yeah, that, that yeah. summer counselor, mm-hmm. you know, uh, creative and supportive and uh-huh. patient. You love, uh huh. And then just I, like a filthy pig, yeah. <laughs> well, I have to say, as the filthy pig in me, I mean, when Jackie and Jamal were doing that pumping, girl, mm. I was, I was, I took out my Daft Boy fan and started fanning. Sure, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I took out my diaphragm, yeah. <laughs> oh that was great it was great tv and yeah jamal is oh god every rehearsal he has it's always great and any complaint i have it's usually the editing that's Mm -hmm. making them look bad but uh, you know speaking of that rehearsal jan is basically a pit crew member at the finale here right like uh, she had all the moves she had the body and i there's I don't know if you know what I'm talking about or when the last time you saw like Bravo was, but I want them to shrink Jan down to that moving graphic that dances a TV show logo on the bottom of. The oh, screen. yes. The little. Yes. I, I vaguely remember that little like that little little boogie and guy. Yeah, she um, she was also like a little bit of like, um, I don't know. I could see her like. Uh, tap dancing in like a little Dutch village on a cobblestone street for <laughs> for coins, you know? It's probably the neckerchief, she, but yeah. yeah. She just was so professional. She was just like, yep, got it. Okay, mm-hmm. good. And I feel like because she didn't give them any struggle, they, you know what I mean? Like they were like, mm-hmm. okay, Jan's too perfect. Let's cut her down. Like even then, there could have been a moment where Jan produces a struggle you know what I mean? Oh, sure. But I feel like Jan's whole thing is to show everything she can do. And yes. that she can yes. do it. And it's constantly like proving and like exemplifying the things she can do. So I think, um, yeah, like that's, I would be shocked if Jan were to be like, oh, but I have this knee injury. And then she's like, but I'm going to push through. And then, you know. Right. Take a note, widow. <laughs> yeah. I also love that she didn't feel the need to mention that she was musical theater trained uh, from a 
very expensive musical theater school. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I know that Britta didn't mean for it to be shady because I, they're friends, uh, but it came off kind of very shady and jealous mm-hmm. almost. Like, this is what Jan does. She went to a very expensive musical theater school. But then uh, Britta says the exact same thing in rehearsal. She's I like, know. well, I went to school for musical theater, which I know. I mean, but like, probably not a very expensive one. I mean, not Boston Conservatory, Mary. Is that where Jan went? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, maybe she did like uh, Catherine Gibbs, you know, or DeVry. What? Remember? DeVry. Do you remember DeVry? Kat- I Katie remember Gibbs. DeVry, Katie but Gibbs I don't know was Catherine like, Gibbs. yeah, Catherine Gibbs. <laughs> Katie Gibbs. I call her Katie Gibbs. Uh, Katie Gibbs was kind of like DeVry. Um, you could oh, okay. desktop publishing. You know? <laughs> that's, all I, that's all I remember from like they'd have the list going up the screen. Oh, I, mean, I see. Desktop this is of such a time, but like don't you know? Uh, I know a- what you're talking about HVAC yeah. repair. Yeah. Yes. I used I to watch those school. commercials. Yeah, trade school. It's trade school. Yeah. And yeah. I used to watch those commercials when I was a kid and think, which one of those could I do? Desktop publishing. I could do that. That sounds like publishing. That sounds like writing. I could do that. Um, well, there's no way Britta went to a trade school for her training like she went to a four-year college i'm sure but i just don't know what it is and i don't i just uh, want to talk anyway, about devry for a few minutes yes, and pro- I'm she probably did she it did. yeah <laughs> it was on my uh, list yes yeah <laughs> talk DeVry, about devry sure, sure. parentheses katie uh, gibbs yeah. but uh you know speaking of britta here i want to know what it was like to be in the room with you when britta started doing the roger rabbit oh God, quarantine over. I just dove out the window. For context, Um, Colin has been hating a move that he didn't know existed until Chad Michaels did it in All Stars 1. I think I knew knew it as I had seen it done, but I didn't know the name. I needed somebody to to, uh, (laughs) give me the name. I just want I Roger Rabbit. Show me the Bob Hoskins. What's that look like? Oh, that's that's yes. what I want to see. Show me um, the Joanna Cassidy. Give show me, me yeah. Show me the <laughs> yeah. Show me the Katie Turner. Uh, uh, Katie Turner. Katie Turner. She's not bad. She just dances that way. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> that's what we saw. So apparently, I learned this. I don't know where. Maybe this was on Twitter that. Britta was not really doing a Roger Rabbit, but the Hulk. That's apparently what that dance move was called. It was a little more chesty. Or something. Oh, I see. Okay. I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't know that nuance. That might. That's kind of sounds shady to me. But uh, I. I think know, it was no just somebody. Sis. Yeah. I, I do not write I me letters. Say. I just <laughs> read it on Twitter, so it must be correct. Uh, well, I think we can all agree that Jamal Sims is uh, a needed uh, energy in most episodes, if not oh, all of them. He's great. Yeah. I. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I really enjoy him. I'm always happy when he shows up as a guest. Uh, he was great. Jamal Sims. Did you listen to the What's the Tea interview with him ever? I think I must have. I was thinking about that when I was rewatching this. I was like, oh, I think he did a What's the Tea episode. I should re-listen to that because I, I also find his voice very calming. Yes. And he has a – I mean, his story is just star-studded. It is so impressive, the mm. journey that he's been on. Oh, God, Jamal Sims. Give him – an Emmy. Um, uh, I uh, do you have anything else for this rehearsal? Because otherwise, we can I don't know move on. Um, no, I don't think so. I think um, I mean I think obviously what we're seeing in the narrative at this point is is suggesting that oh Gigi's really going to struggle this week, and finally seeing mm. her, you know, and obviously it's not a surprise at this point that that's like a goop storyline, and it's just to, to prove how wrong we all were about Gigi. Right. Well, let's take a break here, and then when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about uh, Social Justice Corner and the runway. I could do that, yeah. 
Hey, Mary, we actually have a lot more to say about this week's episode of Drag Race. So, Colin, where can we, where can they find this discussion? Well, that, of course, would be Nuance, the All Right Mary After Show, available exclusively on Patreon at patreon.com backslash All Right Mary. All right. Well, what do we say? Uh, we show them a little clip of it. All right, Mary. What I thought was an interesting edit for Winnie is how she legitimized Gigi's win. Because I, I'll say it again. Gigi came down the runway in a bikini and won. When Jan is told that she's safe and then has to go back to the back of the stage, best supporting suitcase. I mean, it adds to the drama of like taking your suitcase and leaving and say that Gigi wasn't, you know, running away with the season. Would we be arguing this win so hard? In general, being someone from New Jersey, I love when people shade New Jersey for being trashy or bad fashion. Mm-hmm. I love it. Same. I love it. Same. Not even, yeah. You know, th- those those characters exist in Jersey. Yeah. They absolutely exist. Are you sure it wasn't Shelley Long? I mean. <laughs> it was Shelley Duvall. Um, <laughs> it was Shelley she Duvall. Said, Hi. My name is Shelley Duvall. Yeah. And then she threw the and brick. And then she threw the second brick. You know who threw, threw the second brick at Stonewall? Shelley Duvall. <laughs> so if you want to hear all that and more, just go to patreon.com backslash all right, Mary, and we will see you in New Orleans. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. So Mary... In the social justice corner, a lot of it was about kind of Madonna and her uh, influence. Um, and then, you know, there were even more tearful moments after this. And I think my favorite moment was <laughs> when Widow says, let's rally around our sister. Oh, I love that. That was that was a nice, that was sweet. I, I oh. see like that's what I like about Widow is like she's, keeping it real but she's also keeping it kind you know i yeah. uh well widow is so interesting because sometimes i don't agree i mean and i know that she's just in her feelings and whatnot but like there are moments like in the beginning of the episode where i was like okay i think i get where you're coming from but i also think at a certain point like jackie wasn't wrong you knew about snatch game for about 12 seasons you know you know what i mean like you knew about this for a yeah. long time so yeah. um but yeah, I'm still in the nuance of like anything can happen when you're up there. Totally. Right? Like you could prepare like everything and you could still freeze. Certainly. I just I think that there were there can be elements of it where it's like, well, you had to have been more prepared than this, you know. But anyway, I um, but in general, I, you know, I, I tend to agree with Widow. Um I love that there's another gay uncle. That seems to be a running theme this mm. season. Gigi's gay uncle, Heidi's gay uncle, mm-hmm. um, lots of gay uncles, uh, which I mean, I'm sure we've heard before, but it's kind of a, I mean, I don't have any, like, I have like a lesbian cousin, but I didn't know about that till like college. Um, but I don't have any like gay uncles or like no gay elders from my childhood, you know? So it's interesting hearing these narratives. Uh, yeah, I, it's, it's, yeah, it's far. It's a foreign concept to me yeah. to have kin that is also gay. Uh, it, you know, and I'm, you know, a little envious of it uh, because, yeah, it it certainly helps when it helps. And Heidi was introduced to uh, HIV very early and became mm-hmm. more aware of that. I mean, all of that is uh, just so fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, Crystal comes in, talks about her father. I, uh, Crystal. Let's talk about Crystal, can we? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, we can. Uh, it's Crystal. I, yeah, it it's Crystal. I told you. <laughs> um, I I it took me a little while to kind of really warm up to Crystal. I wouldn't say it was just this moment, but this episode certainly showed me that not only are the producers kind of pushing Crystal up and allowing us to see the you know developing flower or the crystals form uh, in a different formation, but um, I. I just I loved her this episode. I thought she did so well despite not having the best voice. Oh God! I mean, her solution of like singing the reverb was some of like my favorite parts of the yes. musical. I thought that yes. was so draggy and so goosey. I, I she I mean honestly I would have been thrilled if she won. I would I think she in some ways the way that she did this I was like this like the thing you remember is it's also drag mm-hmm. and I think maybe like. That was another thing that maybe I wasn't getting as much of from Jan, where she was just doing this classically competent, this is how you do it. But it's like, but it's also drag. And I think that Crystal really was a great example of that. Um, yeah. yeah. So, there was a wink, wink, nudge, nudge there, which I love. Yeah. There was like there was a that edge of like satire or parody, just like a touch of it that was like, okay, I, I don't need you to be a good singer. That's not really what mm-hmm. these are ever about. Um, right. And so uh, the thing I was thinking about with Crystal, though, um, she tells the story about her dad with Parkinson's, and then you flash back to Snatch Game, and there's that garbage can Sherry Pie shaking and trembling and scribbling right next to her on the panel and making a joke of it. I mean, I'm not trying to be that Mary. I'm just trying to say, like, oh, I wonder if they weren't editing her out if that would have been something that was discussed. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I I have a feeling that Crystal can separate her life with drag mm-hmm. and that Certainly. she knows that it wasn't, you know, it's not triggering or it's not making light of something or something that even uh, like anyone even knew about. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm right. just saying it's like when you when you see that fuller story, it's like, oh, that's. Uh, it's less about like, oh, Crystal should have been offended and more about like, huh, I wonder what that felt like to be in this very challenging game and very much struggling already. And then here's this bitch next to you, <laughs> you know, like yeah. that must have been yeah. an interesting situation. So that yeah. that occurred. Yeah, yeah. maybe I, I wonder if Crystal is just so focused on herself and this competition that that didn't even kind of translate. I, I do have to say I had to watch this again. Uh, this also just this corner moment because a Mary reached out to me and said, Mary, I couldn't focus on Crystal's story because I was too focused on Crystal's nipple piercing. Uh, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> oh, I was just too focused on that elder barge hairdo. <laughs> oh, and the talking through tears. Oh, God, oh. she is. She, she I'm glad that she has this platform. I'm glad that she told her story and uh, looked gorgeous doing it. Well, she does a thing that I like to call bugle crying, where you kind of put like your fist, but like um, kind of like you're holding a bugle, but you hold it against your mouth and you start crying. Mm-hmm. I love I like a, love a bugle, a bugle, crying. bugle crying. I love a bugle so, cry. So name a name a, a celebrity or a, a famous movie moment that does that. Do you know oh, that? men do it a lot. Um, oh, okay, men. Oh, uh, so yeah. it's something to keep an eye out for. <laughs> it's it's yeah, men. I know, it, but it's great. Bugle a, cry. a bugle cry is when you when you hold the the bugle of your fist against your mouth. Um, <laughs> I'm crying. Um, I also really appreciate it. It's such a thing that 
so many people do of when you're having an emotional moment and then you say something like about something very hard in your life. So, you know, it's a bummer. Like I, yeah, I love, uh, like so I just cute. get that. I get what you're yeah, doing right same. now, Crystal. Yeah. It's very yeah. sweet. You don't want to bother anybody. I get it. Right. It makes her so relatable for sure. Well, I think I know I said differently about, I thought Heidi was emerging as miscongeniality. Crystal is emerging period, either top four or miscongeniality. Hands down. I just think there's a recognition of Crystal's specialness happening here. You don't think she'll make top three? I think she might. I mean, I'm saying if she doesn't, I think that she's a shoe in for miscongeniality. Okay. But I feel okay. like what's happening right now is the beginning of a narrative of someone going to the end. Yes. Oh, th- that's what I see. And mm-hmm. RuPaul has this thing with her. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just this uh, the Elder Barge thing, just creating this and the music yeah. that they keep playing. Oh, I it's know. It's not going away. It's not going away. <laughs> well, you know, it, it reminds me of like RuPaul with Kim Chi. He just loved Kim Chi and she had shortcomings obviously that like other queens might even gotten have gotten read for, but she mm. like Ru was just like obsessed with her drag and like understandably, but I think that something similar is happening here. Um but I'm all for it. I I just I think Crystal's great, and I love seeing that kind of queen just excel and be recognized. Yeah, definitely. And this challenge was a great one to feature her because she did so well. So I'm yeah. happy that the two kind of lined up. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have to say about the these rusicals, uh, the musical episodes. They're always so gay and i fucking love it i love how fucking gay they are mm. i wrote down like uh because aoc and untuck says like this was the best rusical and so i was like really let's discuss and uh, you know we have rupaul's unauthorized rusical from season six mm-hmm. i count the divas lip sync in all stars three uh i sure. also count women women of history where Alyssa won with detox in all stars two yep Th- then you know classically there's the kardashian musical there's share there's Trump, and then there's Madonna. Mm-hmm. So is this is this the best musical? Um, I I certainly think more than Cher. Yes, the, probably Cher, the, Cher, the, Cher. the Trump one has a couple of there's a couple of duds in there. Whenever I think of the Trump one, I think as I watched it recently, but the real BSA of that is Scarlet Envy as Betsy DeVos. She is so oh, yes. Oh my God! Hi kids! Yes. Like she's oh God! It's so good. Um, yeah. And Ginger Minge, right? Ginger Minge, I think, is no Ginger Minge. Yeah, yeah, she. That's also like the BSA of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that, like, you know, the Rusical is such a classic, but I feel like this had probably the, like, everyone did well, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like even some of Britta, the even, even Britta, I thought had nuance and drag to it, you know. Sure. Yes. I mean, even the ones that were on the bottom were not as weak as the bottoms from the other rusicals. Yeah. You know, like when you compare right. like Mercedes Amon Diamond in the Trump musical, where it was like, you know, uh, it just wasn't. Um, mm. Op- Opalins, you don't remember any of the words. Mm. Uh, so I feel <laughs> like. <laughs> I I do think this was really good, and some of the songs were really great, like just like really good numbers. So yeah, and the vocals overall were even more improved than uh, I know Kardashian was lip sync, but uh, RuPaul I think they sung it, uh, the RuPaul musical, mm-hmm. uh, and you know that was Courtney and Adore, and they're great. But just for me, like Jan is soars above them all in terms of her vocal talent. So that that just stands out to me. I mean, I think that that it's like that was 
that was very like the song that she had, the bit that she had, like and what she everything that she was doing, the main feature was the vocals. And I think mm. that the characterization, even like the the way that it was filmed, like I just I I never felt like super connected with it as I did with some of the others. And I think some of it was how it was presented. You know, like I think think about the crazy cinematography of Gigi Good's lip sync. You know what I mean? Right, right. Where I feel like in comparison, Jan's looked like an exercise video, you know? Mm, so there's yeah. like, it's remembering as well that they want to make sure we feel certain ways about certain things by doing yeah. certain things. Even if Gigi did well, there's ways to put a little bit of a polish on that, you know? Sure, sure. And yeah, that moment where they lifted her up and then she flips over. Yeah, I, yeah. you are so right. I did not even think about the camera angles of Gigi's versus everybody else. Everybody oh my God. Else. Yeah. Next level. I mean, it was just, I, I think there's that too. Uh, though I will say I, 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 I mean, I just have to go back to it again. Jada fucking essence hall. Oh, Oh yeah. Let's talk about, let's, let's talk about these performances. Please. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Le- and yes. we'll start with, with miss icon Jada essence hall. So, so I have to say, like that line, I made a video in Paris. I, just, mm-hmm, I know I, it's so like specific and conversational, and then but she has to whisper it. It's so great. It's like so I had to get an extension to file my taxes, and right, right, yeah, right. I made a video in Paris. Yeah, I, I took the A train down to right. I saw Dahlia on it. <laughs> This recipe calls for two potatoes. I locked the door behind me. (laughs) But then I check just in case. Yeah, no, this is this is it. Like I was living and I thought she looked phenomenal. It was total sex. The 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 moment, oh my god, I laughed out loud. Mary, when she said, uh, I'm, what is it? I'm erotic. You're neurotic. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The nuance of how she did neurotic was so great. Jada was just phenomenal. And and I was so, I think, I mean, I think it's fair to say that the, the, filming and like the shots that of her was very it's much more intimate obviously Mm. like the the way that they showed her performance was a lot more close-ups and we saw the close-up of of her pulling the whip out so they certainly kind of helped um sell jada versus like just kind of filming it from from rupaul's view the way they did with jan but uh i i still just think that like she she kept my attention. She nailed that that Madonna erotica energy. Um, mm. There was some humor in it. I just, um, I, I just, I loved it. I just, I think I could not believe she was only safe. It was just such a great performance. I know. Yeah, her runway. You know, oh. I think Jackie Jackie got praised for all of the details, and it for sure she deserves all that praise. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate that Jada didn't get any of the praise for that icon outfit. It was so well put together and yeah. so well presented. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't I know agree. why she wasn't in the top. Why I thought wasn't that she in the top. I know. I felt like she she did that same Michelle illusion head to toe that I was getting from Jan and I was getting from Jackie, you know? Like it was uh I don't know. I mean, I guess it's like if you think about the top three there's a top three right so like obviously Gigi jan and crystal would be considered that spot so it's like would we prefer crystal or jada um 
in that top three spot. I think for the narrative of the show, it's Crystal. But I mean, perf- I mean, even performance, it's hard to say because Crystal was great. Crystal was great. Crystal um, was great. But I like I like Jada's runway more than Crystal's. Yeah, I liked Crystal's, but I love Jada's. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And you know what? You know what? I I don't know if it was editing or if this actually really happened. And this is no shade to Winnie Harlow because some people just look like this. But she just has resting bitch face. Oh, there were definitely and, moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't. I think that they made that look shadier than it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Like, because she could have just been like sitting there watching while they were like taking a break to change out mm-hmm. a light. And they're like, oh, let's just, <laughs> use, let's just use that. Um, especially during Britta's, you just got like, yes, a, like oh, waiting God. at the DMV realness from Winnie. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, yeah, I, that was the shadiest, right? Because mm-hmm. Britta, you know, I understand she kind of messed up. And I am, I don't know, the low notes really kind of took her out of it. Even though well, it made it yeah. funnier, but, but it took thing. her out of it. She was directed to do that. That's a gag that RuPaul loves is like when queens do man voice. Mm. It's it's such a, it, it's very like, what did you just call me? Like, it's like, oh, okay, we got it. Like, it's a gag that's been done. And, and I, I feel like what that gag does is it is the perfect, like, microcosm example of what RuPaul wants Drag Race to be is men in dresses subverting Mm -hmm. gender. But then when you look like, you know, when you look like Madonna, but you sound like Warren Beatty, then that's the joke that RuPaul loves the most, you know? Sure. Yeah. Um, So I think that's like, I get why she's instructed to do that, but it's, it's kind of like doing a, you know, a, a jump split and a lip sync. It's like, okay, well like it's great, but everyone does that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I thought it made it funny, but it did take her out of it. And, you know, she got read for not, you know, I guess messing up some of the choreography. I think that they were like pulling hairs or splitting hairs with mm-hmm. some of these critiques. And uh, Britta just unfortunately didn't have the strongest because that that Madonna era is so, so iconic. And she wasn't as... Um, I don't want to use the word aggressive. I want to use more like Nomi Malone. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. as um, erratic. Yeah, it it was. I know what you mean. Like it was just kind of um, there. There was a different. There was it's some different wavelength that she was on that just wasn't totally syncing up mm. with the song. Yeah, uh, she was in her head, I guess. You know? Yeah. Um, now I'm I'm not gonna criticize these queens for the costumes. I have to imagine they were supplied to some extent. But like yes. I, I, the the little Edie Bealness of Britta's costume needs to be mentioned. <laughs> the like then I can take this this skirt off and make it a cape. The way that she was wearing <laughs> that's what this looked like. Well, what I'll do is I'll put men's pants under my my little lingerie. It just looked like things we're doing in quarantine right now. Like let me see what happens if I put this on over this. Will I get stuck? Uh, yeah, these costumes are not their fault. Um, no, so and I, I know yeah, that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame Britta, but it is an interesting nuance. The, you know, the easiest yeah. one, the easiest costume was Gigi's. She just looked like Sandy at the end of Greece. I loved it. I thought yeah. she looked so chic and sexy. And again, like she kills this challenge, And but I did not think of it. It's the the... The, the the shots that really help mm-hmm. it too yeah and like the way that she nailed that madonna choreography like she nailed it like that yeah. little scoot like that was yeah. a that was a great moment and i i agree she has kind of a it's like a really crazy sharon stone as sandy mm-hmm. kind of quality 
that snaps, I, Mary, yeah, yes. I really love. I love that as an aesthetic. I love that Gigi actually, that's kind of what she does, you know? And like, I think, um, you like know I, she reminded me of, this is a deep cut. Mm-hmm. She reminded me of Kimber from Nip Tuck. See, I didn't, I don't really know Nip Tuck. I oh, yeah. it was the hair. It was, and she is like super sexy and strong and aggressive. And that's how she was performing. And also like Sandy and Grease. And, and also Madonna, you know, mm-hmm. and also Reward. And also um, Reward, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Gigi was uh, outstanding for sure. Yeah. Like even without the fancy camera work, like I, I understood like she, there was an Mm -hmm. embodiment there that I didn't see in Jan, you know what I mean? Like I didn't see this kind of like Madonna is a hard character, by the way, to kind of bring to life. Madonna doesn't have like this huge personality. She's, she's a huge figure in music, but she's not, you know what I mean? Like she's, she's not. She'd be someone who's very hard to do on Snatch Game. Like, how are you going to make right. her funny? And right. I think that, like, the songs and the lyrics needed to, unless you're doing, like, I think Jada also had the benefit of, like, getting to be the draggy, one of the draggiest versions of Madonna. Mm-hmm. And, and speaking. And yeah. speaking, certainly. And Crystal got that as well. She got to have a funnier song. Um, yeah. But I and think. She, I mean, and, you know, the 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 cute queen. I mean, uh, Sherry Pie. Oh. Also had a, a very funny set of lyrics. Oh yeah, I I just the notes I wrote were Avita more like a Voida, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's certainly that part desperately seeking <laughs> acknowledgement. Yeah, exactly. Desperately <laughs> seeking auditions. Um, Who's that girl? You don't want to know. <laughs> you don't want to know. Her name's Allison. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. But I, uh, I think that part, yeah, that part was a lot easier because it was a lot more, there was like no choreography and it was all pretty much spoken word. Um, it was nice of Roxy Andrews to leave her All-Stars 2 Evita dress behind. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Which was it the same one? I don't know if it's the same one. I mean, it was the same pattern. I don't know if it's the same one, but, uh, okay. all right. I, it does remind me that. Roxy is a delight in that All Stars Two. Uh, oh, I love that! Yes, l- yes, musical. She's a delight. It's Jocelyn Fox in the season six rap challenge. Roxy Andrews in the All Stars Two musical. So good. Yes, uh, I don't know if it was considered necessarily a musical because they didn't sing. But I'm. Oh yeah, the, her. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, because yeah. if at that point we could even say. You know, Glamazonian Airways or, you know, Bitch Perfect are kind of rusicals because they're lip syncs. But mm. I think the history of the world is different because they're each kind of focused characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. I I want to talk about Crystal um, uh, again. Uh, obviously, you know, the, the echo was a great nuance. But the there was a little thing, and I don't know if anybody told her to do that. But she does this part where she checks her pulse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when, the, when she says, I'm alive, and she checks her pulse. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. And Crystal, I mean, was, that was the stuff that sold it. She had little yes. nuances. Mm-hmm. The, the hairography was so funny. Oh, so good. In fact, this was a, an interesting example of Crystal not being able to sing made this better. I agree. I agree. It made it more drag. It, mm-hmm. I wasn't looking for how good are you. I was looking at 
what are you going to bring to this? Mm-hmm. And and the way that she, like the drag of figuring out how am I going to sing a song when I don't sing? And the way mm-hmm. that she, like much like her drag, she like assembled a solution, you know? Like yeah. she figured out, yeah. I'll sing the reverb. I, like Crystal, ugh. I'm just, ugh. I love the emergence of Crystal. Totally, totally. The formation of Crystal. Yes, uh, indeed, indeed. Um, yeah, it was interesting because that uh, era of Madonna, um, I think they mentioned it briefly, but her like adopting children in other countries. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could have, that could have gone off the road. If you oh, <laughs> yeah. They could have had like a, they could have had like a baby on a, a, a red Kabbalah string leash. Yeah, like they mm-hmm. could have gone dark. Um, yeah, really dark. Yeah. But they kept it, you know, uh, praise, praise Madonna. But, you know, one seasoned assist from Madonna is enough. You know, Michelle right. does right. not need another. <laughs> so, totally. um, uh, I mean, I have thoughts on the other queens, but I wonder if you want to uh, move that to nuance and just kind of talk a little bit about some of the runways we liked and then maybe uh, some some more. Yeah, I mean, I think lip sync and- I think the only thing I want to say about the other queens that I have a note on is... Um, Heidi was giving me it was very Trisha Paytas. There's a Trisha Paytas quality to Heidi's performance that okay. was did not fit the challenge or what she was supposed to be doing. Um, but there was just this kind of like there was there was this kind of fascinating messiness to it that I like. It like wasn't she wasn't. I don't think she was great in the song, but I couldn't look away. I hear that. I I don't think that the vocals helped her. I think that yeah. was probably the hardest part is that she had these vocals and then a lot of choreography that was pretty complex and had to emote through all of that. And I think that was really hard. It was a really challenging little section. Mm-hmm. I do have to say, I love that Heidi got the line. I think the most controversial thing I've ever done is stick around. And I'm like, let's keep that as mm. Heidi's storyline. Mm. Mm. Though, I mean, I feel like uh, she's the kind of queen where if she has to lip sync again, that will be Heidi's exit. Like, I think. Oh, okay. Heidi's got to turn come out the, of the closet. Yeah. I, I think that she's, yeah, she come out of the closet and go uh, right out the front door. I think uh, my prediction is she's going to kill next week's challenge. Oh, I hope so, Mary. Yeah. I hope so. I love Heidi in Closet so much. Yeah. I love her so much. She is she is a reason why I tune in and pay attention. Mm-hmm. She is. And I would say, like, I certainly emerging as the commentator of the season. I think mm-hmm. the way that she has yeah. Yeah, the asides and the, like, what if I'm the trade of the season? Like, there's a, <laughs> there's a goosiness to it that is classic uh-uh. commentator. Yeah. <laughs> Different than Widow's kind of, like, here's what's going on. Yes. Here's what it is. Fuck you. And fuck Widow you. Is, yeah, Widow <laughs> is telling us what's going on, what we need to know. And Heidi is... is color commentary and is making jokes and is you know uh keeping it you know is keeping it her flavor in the mix yeah Mm, i love it um in terms of the runway i we could really kind of go in a little bit in nuance um but the one thing i want to say is jackie when she came out she was talking about how she came from the garden state plaza mall i think we would be remiss if we'd you know, as two people from New Jersey mm. didn't figure out exactly where, which mall Michelle probably went to. I, th- yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, I don't know if you know the malls near South Plainfield, but the the two that come to mind are Clinton Commons. But I don't know if Clinton Commons was around 
when Michelle was, you know, living in the South Plainfield mm-hmm. or the Menlo Park Mall. And Menlo Park, I mean, that's a that, – because that's a nice – that's a – I mean, depending on the era, but that's a pretty nice mall. Uh, they definitely have a Joyce Leslie. I can confirm that. <laughs> I I could – I, and I do they have know, a cheesecake factory? Because that's a that's a huge. They thing. do, they do. <laughs> now Woodbridge Mall, um, oh. that and I, I'm I that might be. See to me, that's like, when I was a kid. It was like we lived equidistant from Woodbridge Mall or Menlo Park Mall, and in my mind, okay. Woodbridge Mall was more a little bit more of the common mall, and Menlo was like a little bit nicer. Oh, um, okay. So uh, you know, and I, I for some reason, mostly the name of it. The first mall that came to mind was Paramus Park Mall, but I just love the name Paramus Park Mall. You know, yeah, I I lived equidistant from Paramus Park Mall and the Garden State Plaza. That they are way too far north for someone from South Plainfield to drive up to. Certainly, oh yeah, no, I feel like uh, I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised if Michelle was like, "It's worth the trek. Let's go to Menlo Park." Mm, yeah, Menlo Park. Yeah, Menlo Park. Yeah, it's sure. got a yeah. it's got a nice Macy's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the thing with kids, when kids went to that mall, it was about, or any mall, rather, it was, how's the food court? Mm, I was just trying to remember, because I can remember the Woodbridge Mall food court was very, um, you knew you were in it, and it was a very dedicated section. And Manlo Park, I feel like, was not as dedicated. Like, it was everywhere. There was food everywhere. Oh, but I can't okay, remember okay. the Manlo. I know that they had a lot of food options, though. Mm. In in Paramus Park, uh, the food court is on the second level because there's mm-hmm. n- it's all one level in Paramus Park, and then yeah. in the middle there's the food court that's on the top, and there was a Chick Fil A. I'll never forget uh, Chick Fil A and a, a a bookstore. It wasn't Barnes and Noble. It was like a, it wasn't a Borders. It was another type of bookstore, uh, which I think closed. Was and it then Walden Books? Uh, maybe yes. Or I was gonna maybe. drive me nuts because I I maybe yeah. And mm-hmm. there was certainly a Yankee Candle. Just down the escalator. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll never forget that there that Yankee Candle. After you smell McDonald's, you smell Yankee Candle. Um, and I'm like, why isn't there a McDonald's Yankee Candle? Anyway, um, uh, and then Garden State Plaza. Sorry, we're going on a huge tangent because we're from New Jersey. But Garden State Plaza was a whole section uh, yeah. downstairs. And I didn't really go to. And had a Ruby Tuesdays. So. Yeah, that was a little north for me. Because Garden State Plaza, that's the one where like. Once you're going there, you're heading towards like the Liberty Science Center, right? No, That's no, 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 Jersey no. Gardens or something. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm if in my you mind. Go to the, yeah, okay. if you go to Garden State Plaza, it's like you're headed into the city because you got to get onto Route Four. Uh, you can get to the Garden State Plaza from Route 17 or from Paramus Road, but it's more on Route Four, and it's very much serving that uh, Route Four clientele. And uh, and they have a movie theater there, a huge movie theater. There's a Neiman Marcus. It's a huge mall. There's no, there is a Jersey Gardens. Um, I I must be conflating the two. Or, okay, yes, Jersey Gardens is in Elizabeth. Okay, so Garden (laughs) State Plaza, I have not been to. That sounds. I probably just never had a reason to go there, but oh wow, uh, oh the mills at Jersey Gardens, yeah. Um, oh, they had they had a structure. They had oh. Abercrombie. They had everything, Mary. It was yeah. where we went. It is where we went, and we could get there on the back rows, which was really nice too. Mm. Uh, so you didn't have to, you know. And I also took the bus there with my first girlfriend when I was sixteen. Not my Ooh. first girlfriend, you know, but the second. It's not, it's not, first not your time first time on the bus, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, anyway, ba- yes, back to All Star or All Stars. Back to these looks. Um, we can move some of these onto uh, nuance. I do also really want to talk a little bit more about Gigi's look, um, but I, I I just have to say, uh, in in terms of Jan. Jan and Jada really, really hit these details. Yeah, I I agree. I think that they, I think Jan and Jada nailed it. Um, I think that, uh, and and Jackie, I'll give it to Jackie as well. I really think mm-hmm. that yes. uh, the three of them really got that they they got the challenge. Um, yeah, and ab- applaud the producers for finally figuring out how to get this to work. Because, you know, what happened with Madonna runways is tragic. So mm-hmm. I have a feeling that there was a submit and let us know what you picked just to make sure there were no doubles. Because the fact that there were no doubles was uh, a big deal. Yeah, I would say, like, yeah, that there was nothing repeating. There was no uh, – every it was, yeah, it was a full, a fully diverse selection of, of Michelle looks. Um it's my, a great runway. Great runway. My question is, I of course I love I love anytime there's a Joyce Leslie reference. I just <laughs> I love the name Joyce. I love I love I but my question Buffy's is mom. Okay, yeah, sorry, is is how specific is Joyce Leslie of a reference? Is that a national brand? It's, they're basically closed now. But like I remember the Joyce Leslie in the Woodbridge Mall, but I just don't know how widespread Joyce is. It's not widespread. There's like four of them. I think there's only okay. like three left. I think there's yeah. one in the Bronx left. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's one in Portland, I believe. Wow. Wow. Uh, so, wow. No, 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 no. I take that back. In New Jersey uh, and the Bronx. I wow. really feel like that's on the East Coast. That's yeah. what I thought. And I just, I love, I appreciate RuPaul making a Joyce Leslie reference for like the handful of people who are going to get it. It's, um, you know, like again, like I, I do like that even though I find the disclaimer that they have to always make of like, oh, you don't get that reference or nobody gets that reference to be kind of unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Make people have to Google it on their phones. Like, I love that RuPaul was like, oh, you're, we don't do that. You're one of the June <laughs> Taylor dancers. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, sure. I, like, I, I don't know. But like making an Arthur Murray reference on the runway in 2020. That's revolutionary. Yeah. 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 She's doing it. She is. She is doing it. And, you know, uh, we we are on All Right, Mary. We are clocking our references and saying what they are. And maybe we don't need to. I mean, yeah, right. Right. Yeah. We don't. Know. I mean, right. I guess we're we're guilty of the same. But um, it's worth it because every once in a while, you know, a Mary like we can ask, huh, I wonder whatever happened to Elizabeth Hess. From Clarissa explains it all. Explains it all. She uh, used well, to. We got. We we definitely know now that Mary sent us that video. She that made. was amazing. So great. Answered my so question great. tenfold. Yes. <laughs> that so... video of her spread eagle on the bench. Oh I was my like, god. Oh, this is everything. When I asked <laughs> what happened to Elizabeth Hess, that's exactly the answer I wanted. Was that spread eagle on a park bench moment? A spread eagle. Um, so, Mary, uh, we talked about, you know, Jan's moment. Um, I also wanted to talk on the main episode here, or maybe we can move it to nuance if you want, but Michelle giving the poop jokes. Oh, she scoops, guys. She scoops. Like, I, I, after I, reading, I, after reading a queen, Rockham Sakura for her lower rung jokes. I'm like, Michelle, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? How very dare you give me the image of you scooping. 
because so funny. like <laughs> I'm sorry, but I refuse to believe that there haven't been times where, for lack of a better description, those nails don't till the soil. Mm. <laughs> you are so graphic. All right, Mary. Um, so the lip sync. Uh, oh my God! Can we just say you know what this lip sync is? And the only way I could really enjoy this lip sync is that this lip sync was two ants at a wedding having a dance off. <laughs> Yes, the bunography. The bunography. Uh, the just the 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 two like two sisters, feuding sisters, brought together by one of their daughters' <laughs> wedding, and the song starts, and it's just earrings thrown, cape off, <laughs> panties out, ants. Yes, ants. To ants on the runway, up, of course, because the ants would dance now to burn it up because it's you know it's retro. It's from their era, totally. It's yeah. ant, ants dancing. Yeah, uh, there's there's ants, ants marching and there's ants, ants dancing. Marching, ants dancing. Yes, and of then there's course. ants sitting ants. at the table tapping their hands with me. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we can praise uh, AOC uh, in nuance, but uh, before we kind of wrap up. We named the narrator. We named the BSA, Michelle. Michelle. We named the BSA. Michelle is the is. It would be, I'd be remiss for that way that she touched her own butt during yes. uh, rehearsal. She's the BSA. Okay, I, I will concede to it. And then the adult in the room has an adult in the room emerge. Somebody said it was Jackie. On I I think that Jackie is is certainly is kind of emerging as the adult in the room. I do want to say surprising adult in the room is Gigi. Uh, yeah, the backpedaling with Heidi uh, is, you know, I think mature, but I don't know if it's adult in the room energy. But you could also say that Jackie was backpedaling as well with Widow. Oh, she definitely was. So, yes. uh, you know, adults backpedal, but I, okay. I think that Jackie is your classic adult and Gigi is kind of like the, oh, well, what's you could sit at. You don't have to sit at the kids' table. You can come sit with us. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to come watch what we're watching? Yeah. Uh, I love that. Okay. All right. Let's call Gigi the adult in the room in this episode. Uh, she certainly had some moments and, you know, kept it together even though she was nervous. And, mm -hmm. uh, we saw all of that. Um, I Yeah, we have lots of thoughts, but I think we should leave it there. Agreed? I have a lot more thoughts. So it, if it, now is a great time to become a Patreon and uh, get access to nuance because girl, I got a whole section on Queens who start getting into their own heads and that narrative mm. and the other Queens from the series who have pulled Brita's, um, but, uh, and filtered out and, and we're filtered <laughs> out. Uh, and of course we'll answer the most important question is who did throw the first brick at Stonewall, which oh. obviously, yes, Yes. It's Judy Garland. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Judy <laughs> Patriot. Patriot. Judy Garland. <laughs> Judy Garland. One hand on the piano. <laughs> the other hand clawing the brick out of the wall. And without a missing a beat. Out of the brick. <laughs> a rainbow bursts out of it. And without missing a beat to the man that got away, she hurled that motherfucker across the stone wall. Duck Mary. <laughs> and everybody clapped and the cops were like, well. I think our business here is done. <laughs> and, um, uh, well, that's gay rights. <laughs> well, with that, Mary's, we're going to leave it there. If you have any thoughts, you can reach out to us on Twitter at All Right Mary. You can also email us at All Right Mary Podcast at gmail.com. 
you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or www.tasteofreality.com forward slash allright-mary. And let us know your thoughts. Uh, if you want, you can follow me on Instagram at johnnyalso or you can follow me on Twitter at johnnyalso1. And you can hear more of me on my podcast, In the Details, A Celebration of Nuance, or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses with Nick Kachanov. Uh, you can find more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And you can get more of both of us, including access to Nuance, the All Right Mary After Show, at patreon.com slash All Right Mary. Oh, love it. Well, we have a really fun, I, I laughed out loud. When I heard this song, uh, Last Chance Lip Sync. So do you want to introduce it? Maybe? I would love to. This honestly, for a long time, my like go-to if I ever had to lip sync would be Gloria by Laura Branigan. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. still stand by that. But I have to tell you, this song is right up there. I I love the song. It is so performative. The, the chorus is like bonkers. I, I have an image in my head of what the performance would look like. So who knows? Sure. But it is... So appropriate this week that this week's Last Chance Lip Sync sync is uh, I'm Not Madonna by High Fashion. I love it. This song is the tits. Yes, the triangle bra tits. Yeah, it is. This this is a cone to not be ashamed of. Like a cone of shame. Right. <laughs> Just explaining the joke in case you didn't get the reference. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh boy. God. Uh, we didn't make any Madonna puns. I'm so proud of us. I am too. I am too. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I'm not going to make one now in the last minute. I'm just not going to yeah, do we, it. You could. Quicker no. than when the ray, ray of light, you could make one. I could. That would be borderline ridiculous. <laughs> Well, Colin, don't preach. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Well, um, last night I dreamt of some bagel or whatever the lyric is. <laughs> I don't know that lyric. It's from La Isla Bonita. It's like last night oh. I dreamt of some bagel, but I always thought it's some bagel. Oh, I see. I see. Okay, some bagel? So is that a thing? Yeah. No, no, no. You're you're a New Yorker. You're dreaming of a bagel. Yeah. Yeah. Last night I dreamt of a bagel full of Philadelphia <laughs> cream cheese. Yeah. Um, I want to know where they make the light cream cheese. Yeah. Oh, honey, did you hear what she said? She wants to know where they make the light cream cheese. Speaking of of schmear and bagels, uh, happy Passover to those that are celebrating. Yeah. Happy Easter. Easter, I don't even know her. Uh, All you good eggs out there, I hope you're painted up and, uh, you know, crack it open, Mary. Yeah, all you good eggs and bad bunnies. Meow. (laughs) I don't know. Chicks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hot chicks. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, tip, Mary. If you are bored today or bored because you have chicks left over, uh, or what are they called? Are they called chicks? Eggs? Eggs? No, no. The chicks. The marshmallow things. Oh, peeps. Oh, peeps. That's what I'm thinking of. Not chicks. Peeps. Uh, peeps. Uh, Mary, put a peep in the microwave. And uh, not too long. Not nope. too long. No, no, not that. Oh, no, not that. Oh, no, not that. Uh, but put a, put one in the microwave. It will grow so big. It's so fun. Just make sure that you keep an eye on it because you don't want it to pop. <laughs> no, no. Because that, yeah, it's, it's a peep, not a pop. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On that note, I need to go peep. Uh, but Yeah. Uh... <laughs> and, uh, well, uh, <laughs> Could be worse. All right, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't forget to scoop. (laughs) Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> All right, Marys, we are out. All right, Mary, we'll see you soon. So yeah.